Welcome to Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Faith. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith, we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Thank you for coming to our site. While you're here, if you can like and subscribe and share our content, we're trying to grow. And for those who would like to comment, make comments and I will gladly answer, uh, do the best I can, make sure that we have an engaged audience. If there's something you guys would like me to talk about and teach about, just let me know and we can do that as well because I love sharing the Word of God. And for those who would like to support us financially, there are links also provided for that. And I appreciate everything that you can give and I thank you so much. It is an honor to serve and I look forward to continue bringing you guys good content. Good morning and welcome to my morning rant. We are continuing our discussion on the subject of wisdom. And yesterday we saw that wisdom is from God, that it originates from Him, because it uh, tells us in Proverbs 2, 6, it says, For the Lord gives wisdom, and out of His mouth comes knowledge and understanding. So we know that it comes from Him. We are having this discussion because we have been looking at the ability to make good decisions, if you will. And we are looking at, uh, uh, based on the previous two podcasts, we talked about how God said that uh, there is a system that he, or a principle that he set in motion, and he called the heavens and the earth to witness this declaration with the children of Israel, and that is that um, their decision will have some outcome. One is life and prosperity. The other is death and destruction. So we have been, we've been looking and seeing how do we make decisions based on life and prosperity. And also we looked at basically how one can do with death and destruction. And we know that death and destruction comes this way. It says that there is a way that seems right to the man, but the end of it is destruction. And so we have been looking now at wisdom as to how can we incorporate wisdom into our life to make good decisions. And we know there's a couple of things, as we met, we talked about briefly, that there's understanding, knowledge, and, and insights, and those other um, components that one has to acquire in order to make good decisions. And we're going to look at each and every one of those. So today we want to continue. We know that wisdom comes from God. We know that um, one has to uh, 
put himself in a position by which he can receive that wisdom. And we know that we are called to be humble, if you will. And when we are humbled because of the fear of the Lord, it tells us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And since that is the beginning of wisdom, we have to understand what the fear of the Lord is. And we know that the fear of the Lord is that when we walk humble before Him. Uh, we know also that this um, wisdom or this walking is something that we can practice this humbleness, if you will. We can practice it, and as we practice humility, the Bible tells us, and then we walk in humility, it says, before um, we are honored comes um, humility. The fear of the Lord is um, in the instruction of wisdom, and humility comes um, before honor. We saw that in Proverbs fifteen thirty three. So we know that this wisdom is something that we want to uh, get. And we know to get that, one must become and walk in a space of uh, humbleness, if you will. Humbleness with God, humbleness with mankind. So those that are claiming to be Christians and not working or walking out of a space of humbleness or humility, they ain't going to get anything. Those are not God's kids. Who is wise? and understanding among you. Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. So when you see all these people shouting nonsense, that's exactly what they're shouting, nonsense. So uh, we don't even uh, consider them. The Bible tells us, in fact, stay away from those people, just a waste of time. Because it tells us, if you want to be wise, you need to start hanging around with wise people. So today what we wanted to look at, and we had talked about it yesterday briefly, was um, we looked at the value of uh, wisdom. We saw yesterday briefly, I'm going to go, until, tell, go through some of the scriptures, the importance of seeking wisdom. It says, do not forsake wisdom, and she will preserve you. Love her, and she will guard you. So we know that you must have the relationship with wisdom. Wisdom is supreme, so acquire wisdom. And we saw that um, the one who gets wisdom in Proverbs 19.8 loves life. And uh, who doesn't love life? You know, so who doesn't want to love their life? Tells us also in 19.20 Proverbs, listen to advice and accept discipline. And that advice we talked about comes from the Word of God or from those that have been living, dwelling, um, having a relationship with God, and they're humble. And you can have advice from someone like that. If there is no humility in that person, do not go to them because there is a way that seems right to a man and the end of that way will destroy your life. Don't waste your time. And so you have to understand, it tells us, and the one who loves wisdom loves his life. So if you love wisdom, you're not going to go to some idiot to try and give, give you some advice about your life and how to get out of whatever you need to do. It says, listen to advice, go to the Word of God, or go to someone who has wisdom, because the Bible tells us we can recognize wisdom. Wisdom is like honey to you, it tells us. And it says that if, it, if you find it, this honey, which is wisdom, 
for uh, there is a future hope for you. So if you're going to ignorant people for advice, you see, you got no hope. You're done. And um, it says, and your hope will not be cut off. But if you go to someone that is a fool, your hope is going to be cut off. You're done. You're, you're absolutely wasting your time. So we wanted to continue today about the value of wisdom. And one of the value that we saw is if you love life, okay? Um, you love wisdom, which is really a powerful, um, if you will, reason or value about life. It shows that the importance of uh, your life. Do you love your life? I want to challenge you if you do love your life. I mean, some of you guys may think that you are not worth it, but I beg to differ. You are worth it because you can have a relationship with this God that is full of wisdom. So we know that um, uh, it tells us also in Proverbs sixteen sixteen how much better to get wisdom than gold, to get insight rather than silver. Much better because, as I said, you know, if you go after the gold and you get it, uh, that means nothing. You have to learn how to maintain, how to um, grow it, how to do all kinds of stuff. So you might as well get the wisdom. The wisdom will help you get more gold. So uh, we chase the gold, and we see that gold that you hear those men chasing in prosperity message is the gold. They're chasing that money. And But God is saying something better. He says, you need to get and start chasing wisdom because wisdom is more uh, better than gold. Proverbs 8.11, for wisdom is more precious than rubies, and nothing you desire can compare with her, because the Bible tells us that we ought to fall in love with her. You need to have this relationship of love with wisdom, because if you love life, you're surely going to want to love wisdom. Proverbs 16.16, how much better to get wisdom than gold, to get insight than um, silver. So, I wanted to bring this to you guys to show you the value, how precious this thing is. And so if it's that precious, you need to make sure that you go and get it, man. And we're going to talk about how do you get that. And so, number one, that you have to be in a, a lifestyle of humbleness. Because the Bible tells us that that's how we are going to get it. And... Um, it tells us that we ought to be asking for it and so forth. And we're going to look at scriptures that leads us to that path. How do we do it? Um, and uh, we see now that uh, we have the value of it. So you can understand the importance of having this beautiful thing in your life. I want to have wisdom because, again, the goal in our teaching is so that we can understand um, how to make the right decisions in our life so that we are, uh, we are walking in that life, if you will, at a prosperous life and life. And as I mentioned to you, prosper, prosperity has nothing to do with money. And don't buy into that lie because that is short-sighted and it will just keep you in bondage. Money has um, prosperity has nothing to do with money. So as we see the importance of seeking uh, wisdom, we see the value of it. 
So the Bible tells us now, since we know how to come and get it, it tells us in James chapter 3, verses 17, but the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, then considerate, then submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. So we see what it looks like. Isn't that beautiful, man? That God even uh, tells us what it looks like. And it tells us that when you recognize that. So imagine that, man. That's how we look at people when they see us or walking in wisdom. When you see someone walk in wisdom, that's the type of picture that you have. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure. Now, it tells us in James chapter 1, verses 5, if any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God, who gives it generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. So we know that according to James, we saw before that a double-minded man will get nothing. And as we studied before, we know what a double-minded man means, that the thought life is, is that you haven't decided that God will give you wisdom. And because you doubt or decided, when I say doubt, the word means to differ from God and differ from God's word. So when you doubt that God is going to, that he wants to give you wisdom, guess what? You're not going to get anything. Because it says that man like that is not going to get anything at all. So you don't want to be like that man. You're going to want to be with like the man that, as I mentioned, the currency that you need to do any kind of transaction within uh, the spiritual realm is faith. That transaction, um, that uh, uh, business that uh, God came here to ask us about, the um, you know, he came to his disciples. He says, where is that? Where's your money? You know, where's your faith? Woman, your faith has made you whole. Your money, it got you or the... the uh, the stuff that you are supposed to deal with the spiritual realm, it got you your healing. And he says to um, the centurion soldier, I have never seen anyone with a bank account like this, such great faith. I haven't seen anyone like that. There's another woman that he said to her, your faith is great. He said, I don't, your bank account, man, looks good because your faith is great. And it says Abraham was not weak in faith. And it tells us that we can get weak. I did the study about the enemies of our faith and all those different things. So we see this um, this uh, uh, power that we use to do transaction within the spiritual realm. It says you need to come to God, and but first you have to believe that He is God and He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. So if you're coming to Him and you lack wisdom, He says, ask God who is where um, wisdom comes from and originates from, says he will give it to you generously and without finding fault. So he's not looking to fault you about nothing. He, You're the one that is finding fault. He's not looking and saying, oh, you did this, you did that, I'm not giving you anything. In fact, it says he's going to give it to you liberally or generously. And it says he will... And it will be given to you if you ask for it, and if you ask with the currency that Jesus was trying to teach us that we all have. Isaiah chapter 11, 
verses 2 says that the spirit of the Lord will rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding. And that is a um, just a picture of who Jesus is. And you remember when Jesus came and people were coming to him and testing him constantly and just harassing uh, our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, who do you say I am? I mean, he, the, the um, Pharisees came. They came with him with the, with the woman that they called in adultery. They came to him with the coins. And all of those times when he, when they came to him, because the spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the spirit and the fear of the Lord, Jesus Christ was able to answer every single one of them. And the people were marveling at his wisdom and his understanding and his counsel and his, his um, knowledge, all of those things. This is the God that gave it to him freely. And the Bible tells us that God is doing the same for you. But you have to believe that. So with Jesus, I'll give you an example. You remember when they came to him and he said, should, should somebody pay taxes? And he says to them, give me a coin. And they said, uh, Jesus pulls, pulls out the coin and he says, whose image is this? And they said, Caesar's. And he said, well, give unto Caesar what is Caesar's. So that's wisdom. That's knowledge. That's understanding. We know this because the Bible tells us that when the woman that they caught, the, these guys set up to be caught in uh, adultery, he comes, they bring him and says, yeah, this woman is caught in adultery. Uh, Jesus is there. He says he's, he's, he's um, riding in the mud and they're talking and he's listening to them. And then he turns around and he says, which one of you, um, the least among you, you know, cast the first stone? That's wisdom, man. That's, you know, wisdom. And so they, they started departing um, all the time from him because of his wisdom. And that's how you and I ought to be walking because the Bible tells us that God wants to give us freely. All we have to do is ask for it. And because we know that it's pure, that when it uh, produces a certain behavior. So let's take a look at um, Proverbs 3. It says, Blessed are those who find wisdom. So you know that when you have found wisdom, God says you are blessed. And those who gain understanding, and we're going to talk about that, you know. And so uh, you are blessed, guys, if you are one that is walking in wisdom. And so the Bible tells us that this God is, according to Ecclesiastes 2.22, it says that to the person who pleases him, God gives wisdom, knowledge, and happiness. And we talk about how is it going to please God. It tells us that we must believe him. Um, you know, it tells us in the book of Hebrews uh, we, that we must believe that he is God. So we must have our faith, believe that he is God, and he's a rewarder to them who diligently seek him. So God was wants to give to that person that pleases him, the just shall live by faith. This is how Abraham pleased God. That when he was in faith, God says, this man is righteous. And so when we walk by faith, God is pleased. And when he's pleased, God will give us wisdom, knowledge, and happiness. All we have to do is ask for it, if you will. And the Bible tells us that when we get this stuff, we have to do in Psalms 90, 12, it says, teach us to number our days that we may gain 
a heart of wisdom. Because why? You want to fall in love with wisdom. You want to get uh, intimate with wisdom because you know that uh, wisdom is going to be your friend to help you to become one that is walking in life and one that is walking in prosperity. The law of the Lord is perfect, the scripture says in Psalms 19. Reviving the soul, the testimony of the Lord is sure, making uh, wise the simple. So that is the purpose of God's wisdom, is to make wise the simple, and I'm amongst the simple. But he says we have to come and ask for it. So let's take a look briefly at what does wisdom look like in action. It says, walk in wisdom towards outsiders, making the best use of your time. And we saw briefly in uh, when it talked about the wisdom of God is pure. It says, then the wisdom of God is peace-loving. So this is how you're going to be walking, if you will, towards people. And so that's why I see, when I see Christians that are people that are claiming to be Christians in this nasty, um, uh, nasty confession that they and their behavior, it is so ugly and it rubs my spirit because uh, I have some understanding about the Word of God when it comes to that behavior. And uh, I, I know, and you guys hear me talk about it all the time because these are the guys that are claiming to be Christians, this Republican Party. They're the ones more so than the Democrats that have heard them talking about they're this fighter for God. These guys are sick, demonic people. Do not listen to them because it tells us that, but the wisdom that comes from heaven is pure. And this wisdom, because we are in love with wisdom, is going to produce some fruits in our, in our, fruit in our body. Because it tells us, says in our in our behavior, it's going to make us peace loving. If you are not peace loving, you don't know any. You don't have any wisdom. It's going to make you considerate. If you are not considerate, if you want those sick little people, and you're not considerate of other people's feeling and stuff like that, you lack wisdom. It says if you're not submissive, submissive meaning to the word of God, submit yourself to the Lord, and you know you have to. Uh, if you're not submissive to God. You, you're a joke. If you are not full of mercy, you're no good. If you are not, and it tells us that, uh, and mercy and good fruit, you have to be the fruit of the Spirit. It tells us this fruit of the Spirit. If you don't have those things, how dare you call yourself a Christian? You heathen. You're the son of, you're the kid of the devil. Stop lying to yourself. You're not a Christian. You are a hypocrite that is claiming to be Christian, right? You just read your Bible. I know these people don't read their Bible, and that gets me upset because if they read that Bible, they, they would see and read that Bible. They'll understand that God don't play. He says, God is not mock whatsoever man sow, that's he's going to read. If you sow wheat, trust me, people are going to hate you to the core because you hate yourself, you will sow hate. And the Bible uh, God's judgment and blessings are included in his statement when he makes uh, a declaration because he, 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 he called heaven and earth to witness it. And so he tells us, he says, if you behave a certain, if you judge, you will be judged. If you are hateful, you will be hateful. If you're meek, meekness will return to you. If you are loving, love will return to you. If you are whatever, you know, because he called 
heaven and earth to witness. And he says, look, guys, your decision is going to have a price to pay for it. So watch those heathens that are trying to tell us that they're Christians. They are far from it because it tells us in the Bible that the wisdom is pure. It, first of all, it is pure and it gives you cert- certain behaviors and loving kindness, peace, loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy. You nasty-minded people that are calling yourself a Christian, you're a liar. The Bible says that you be very careful then how you live, not as an unwise individual, but as a wise individual, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil and there's a bunch of kids of the devil that are walking around talking about them being saved, not even saved, that they're Christian. Christian nationalists, my foot. Proverbs 13.20 tells us, walk with the wise and become wise. Get into the word because the wisdom of God is pure. Get into conversation with people who are wise for a companion of fools suffer harm. And we see all these foolish people out there, you know, that are going to be suffering as a result. This tells us in Proverbs 19-8, the one who uh, gets wisdom loves life. And you guys have to become a lover of your life and stop hating yourself, man, because it's speaking out on you. And because you hate yourself, we are getting to see who you are. It tells us that you need to make make the most of every opportunity because of your time here. Proverbs 4.11, I instruct you the way of wisdom and lead you along straight path. So this is what it looks like when we began to live our life. All this also comes from the Lord Almighty, who plan is wonder, whose plan is wonderful, whose wisdom is magnificent. And when we are in love with this magnificent wisdom, man, I'm telling you, it will change your life and it will keep you from hanging around people that are just going to waste your time and cause you to walk in destruction and death. It tells us that we ought to be wise in how we speak and behave. Be wise in the way you act towards outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasons with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. When these people are spitting hell, they have no wisdom. They are the children of the devil. Who is wise amongst you and, and, and understanding amongst you? Let them show it by their good life, their deeds, humility. This is how we recognize who these people are. And so you guys need to stand up and begin to walk away from them. The Bible says walk away from these people. They're nothing but garbage because they have made their decision to fight God. This is my prayer for you guys, because I want you to see how Jesus walked. And Jesus, it tells us in Isaiah chapter 11, verses 2, said the Spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the Spirit of wisdom, the Spirit of the Lord, meaning the Holy Spirit, will rest on him, the Spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the Spirit of counsel and of might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And so my prayer has been always for those that are following me, according to Ephesians chapter 1. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the gracious Father, may give to you 
the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. That is my prayer for you, that God will allow you uh, to experience what you are here for. I want you guys to get the spirit of wisdom because wisdom is the primary thing. And the spirit of revelation, you have to have revelation about who Jesus is, who you are. And that is what we try to endeavor here at Blueprint of Faith. And I so I want to thank you guys again. I want to um, ask those that are listening to us, share, help us grow, like and sub- subscribe to the podcast so that we can um, make some inroads into the al- algorithm here at uh, YouTube. And I really appreciate all that you guys do. I know some of you uh, are ha- sending me gifts, uh, financial gifts. And I want to thank you so much for those because I know your hard work and I honor you and I pray that God would bless you and your family and provide all your needs. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.